hero of mine. Ah, she's like the ultimate new photo sender. Yeah. It felt like a naked law and order. you the best nothing on your chest every time we have sex in my apartment on the floor i see you weekly but i want more and keep talking to your ex that's fine i'm happy to be just the guy on the side yeah it's your man i understand go back with him and call when you can mm, change my name in your phone saying that i am just a friend he doesn't know that you getting dig from the dude on ps I know he listens. He must not know about me. He must not know about me. Said you'll be back at home with him in 30 minutes. But I'm gonna keep you here until we finish, baby. baby. He must not know about me. It's slim against defeat. Let our podcast get you through tomorrow. So don't you, you ever for a second skip a listen. We're irreplaceable. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, it's 9.45 p.m. Arizona time. And we've been working on uh, PSN since 2.44. We started this song at 2.30. Charles 50 Take Chuck over there. <laughs> it's my new nickname, Fuck Stiff Dick. Yeah, I wish you guys could have heard the first 50 <laughs> takes. It was... Uh, <laughs> Nothing on your chest every fuck. All right. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold on. Nothing on your chest. I need shit. this. Isn't believable for me. I need something to believe. Charles is going on walks on and girls. shit. <laughs> I need time. I just need time. <laughs> just I just need to. Okay. I'm gonna go on a walk. I'll come back. I'll hit it hard. Let me go find a girl to nut on her chest, and then I'll really know what it is. Like Shia LaBeouf, how he took mushrooms in the fucking apartment. I go crazy like uh, Heath Ledger. I really get into it, like the Joker, and fucking go, <laughs> <laughs> go crazy, become a, become a method podcaster. You know, he says for every song he does for the pod, he really does it in real life. Whatever happened to Please Send Nudes? That was an up-and-coming podcast oh. while Charles was working on the Yonsei song. <laughs> he really wanted to make it perfect. He Adopted somebody named it Green Ivy. <laughs> now he's got twins on the way. He must not know. Shit! If there's a pod that never comes out, it's because I don't know how to get into the flow of the songs. <laughs> it's just like my comedy. I just don't know how to get into the flow. Yeah. We took 50 takes. We're like, fuck this. We took naps after, after Together, take 20. In the same room. <laughs> On the floor, like fucking preschool. <laughs> After take 20, we're like, okay, maybe we just need to sleep it off for a little bit. <laughs> Hold my hand and let's nap, and we'll transfer energy together like Avatar. Oh, and then we did some stand-up. Charles, <sighs> that girl, the bartender at that open mic. Oh, yeah. Is, that's my life. She's I not. will be a faithful man. So we went, we went and we met the hottest bartender ever. Of and all time. We're talking to her at the bar. Charles Ingle up next. I talk about chlamydia. <laughs> so yeah. I'm out <laughs> And then I talk about Fucking Machine Gun Kelly's girl Yeah So We'll see how but it goes I gave her my number Seven months ago And yeah. I was like 
I remember talking to her and meeting her and telling her to her face, I was like, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. I've never felt See, like I this. don't like that strategy of, like, giving it all right up the I gate. think it's these sometimes being vulnerable is yeah, good. I yeah. mean, have you ever, like, talked to a girl and then stumbled to your words and been yeah. like, you're just so pretty, I can't think? Yeah, well, I'd say uh, I if I look at a girl on a first date and they're really hot, I, I look away and I'm like, I'm sorry, I just can't make eye contact right now. See, that's perfect. You're so beautiful. Vulnerability. Yeah. So I gave her my phone number seven months ago. And, and now you were like, hey, it hasn't changed. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, then I realized I tipped her three on a $12 bill, which isn't bad. That's actually good. Yeah, but I could do better. So today I, I bought her- one beer and gave her a 20. Oh, that's why you bought that beer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hello, I'm in the car. Like, where is Mike? We need to go record this Yancey. Hopefully it turns around, man, because I, I was like, let's go to brunch. Somewhere I said, I said, let's You're go to brunch. The trigger words, brunch, brunch. That's like a, a Nemo finding Nemo word. Brunch, brunch, brunch. I just, I just say a bunch of trigger words for girls. Oh, we could do brunch, take a boomerang, maybe a mimosa, <laughs> friends, family, dogs, puppies. <laughs> we could just live, laugh, love. Jim, <laughs> Jim, let's go to the gym. Big just dick, uh, STD free, don't want kids, uh, 401k, care about you, <laughs> forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, text, whatever. <laughs> I know we just met, but I hate blacks. Do you hate blacks? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Back pedal, back pedal. Love blacks, love blacks. <laughs> Dude, I need to step up my emoji game. I feel like all I all I have Ooh, right girls, now, right, yeah, is the fucking purple eggplant and the squirt symbol, which has to go. Yeah. Because it, let's say I do find a girlfriend and I'm good at deleting my texts uh-huh. and Facebooks. All she has to do is go to my recent <laughs> emojis, and she'll be like, oh, he's cheating. <laughs> yeah, they need to make a, the new update for emojis. You need to have the clear the history. Yeah, exactly. They need, they need to have the clear the emoji history. Yeah, yeah clear the cachet. You know what they, first of all, what they need to do to, not, to be equal rights is make a skin tone eggplant because us Italians over here ain't too ashamed of what they got. Right. Um, they should just make the black <laughs> eggplant, the fucking tan eggplant. <laughs> Just the, the pink one <laughs> yeah. for the pale boys. <laughs> All right. I haven't seen a pink one. I'm just saying. I've heard rumors. Um, my emoji game is, you know, you got to do, well, girls don't like the eggplant and the squirt symbol anymore because it's just like when you send a. Right. It's, it's too like aggressive. This, yeah. I send, what I've been doing is the lightning bolt emoji because that's like, you know, when a girl posts a Snapchat story of like. And the, then a bunch of dudes write fire. Yeah. I send the lightning bolt and every girl, uh, God damn it. I sound, I wish. Anyway, I'm telling the secret. I'm bearing it all. It's PSN. <laughs> I'm a bleeding artist. <laughs> um, the lightning bolt emoji, every girl texts back, what is that? Right. Because they don't know if it's good or bad because lightning kills. Right. And uh, you say, oh, that's just me trying to be different and instead of using the fire emoji. And then they go, ah, shucks. And it's a nice little, then you go, well, how are you? How's, how's hair school? <laughs> <laughs> You're a dog mom? Yeah. <laughs> Jim is life, but you also like a beer. You know what I hate? I hate the uh, people who make profiles that say, Jim life, but give me a good slice of pizza. Yeah. It's like, Shut you can't, you can't be that cool, yeah. lady. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you can't have all sides. Yeah. Honest to God, my biggest secret as a person is that I'm allergic to dogs. What? I, I If I rub, if I pet a dog... I'm just immediately itchy up. and red everywhere. Damn. And there's no light way of saying that to a girl that you meet. Like, oh, yeah, that's a cute dog. I can't touch it or, or feel it yeah. because I'm allergic. Also, emotions. I the, can't feel love. God gave me the ultimate cock block. 
You have to, you know what you have to do is you have to, this is hard. When I was a kid, we had two cats and I was deathly allergic to cats. Like, I couldn't even, I could barely. Right. Did you let them sit on your face until you built up an immune system? I had buttholes out for a reason (laughs) to get used to it. Yeah, but you finally, after a while, you get it. So if you just, you should just buy a dog. Get it for at least it. Sleep with see if it. You can and lease just a dog. Struggle? Ever go to PetSmart and see if you can? Hey, can I lease this thing? You know, refurbish. Yeah, get a refurbished pug, <sighs> and then uh, after a year, bring it back, and you'll be immune. I know you're talking, but all I could think about is that bartender sitting on my face in a cute way. Yeah, that is a cute thing. Now it's a it's, it's a sign of endearment. Is well, the cool thing I like about being in your 20s is like there's that sexual awakening that everybody has seemed to experience. So talking about that in the open is either can be funny and then be serious at the same time. Uh, you know what uh, emoji I've been using? Uh, Tornado. Why? <laughs> Why? Because they come through and wreck your family? Exactly. You could tear apart a family, girl. <laughs> you could leave my kids and wife astray. No, I dropped the tornado, and then they write back, what's with the tornado? I was like, well, you came through in a moment and left a big impact. Oh. Right? Is that See, why? you say shit that works with girls where I'm like, gay? <laughs> but then meanwhile, I'm texting animal jokes to girls on Tinder like, hey, what do you call Will John's pet bird? A pair of skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> and then you send the asterisks and say, hope you don't unmatch me. And then they say, oh, I was going to unmatch you, but that last one saved it. See, I'll tell you, I've been using all your gay one-liners yeah. because I have a microphone in my Tinder and Bumble picture because I'm different. I'm Ooh. different. What is the line? It's Look uh, at me telling jokes. Please fuck me. That's a li- <laughs> it's a line from a joke I have. But it's true because both of our pictures are us holding microphones. <laughs> We're the biggest losers in Arizona. Oh, yeah. Biggest fags. But, oh, sorry. No offense. Yeah. I, I'm cool with fags. So I would say nine <laughs> out of... face. <laughs> I'd say nine out of the ten introductory messages I get is, oh, you're a comedian? Tell me a joke. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't want to be like, so <laughs> so I did cocaine when I was 19, and so yeah. I just used the Charles one-liners. I'm like, what do you call a cold lizard? A blizzard. Yeah. Mike, nice to meet you. Please yeah. send nudes podcast. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a, what do you call a magic koala bear? A koala. That's and a pretty good cool, I've been and, using that like yeah. a motherfucker. And then you send a, a magic hat emoji. And they're like, what? Oh. I'll tell you what. Charles and I are so goddamn lonely that half the people I match with go, hey, I match with Charles. Yeah. <laughs> We've got so many girls. Hey, do you co-host for Mike? <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, you interested in uh, casual sex? You, you, no, want no, the, no. you want the slim or the stiff, yeah. motherfucker? Well, not you because I think you had an episode where you talk about chlamyd. <laughs> you so- want the stiff dick or the good credit because you can't have both. <laughs> Um, we have an email in from a listener. Oh, yeah. This we is a very, for a while. we haven't had one for a while. This one, I think we could both, you know, get into a little bit because it hit home, hits home. All this right. is read it to me. Whitney in Sacramento writes in I've been dating a guy for about two months and I'm really into him. However, I recently discovered that half the people he follows on Instagram are super slutty, fobby looking Asian chicks. What's a what's a fobby? A fob is like a it stands for fresh off the boat. So oh, like a fobby so like age. The it's, standard it's, age. I don't know if it's as harsh as the N-word, but it's not a nice oh, it's term. Like a wop. Like it, an Italian, like without papers. Right. Oh. So it's a fob. Like a gook. Right. Even it, though that sounds gook. That's kind of cool, like Young Gook. I'd buy that Ooh, rapper's EP. Dude, for sure. Young Gook? Young Gook. I'm gooking, I'm, I'm gooking, gooking on gook. you. 
<laughs> and like Howley. Like and when I was in Hawaii, these people got mad at me and they were calling cool. me a, a Howley is like a an Yankee? insult for a white guy. And I'm oh. like, dude, that is the dopest yes. name. I'll be little young Howley the rest of my life. Call me little Howley. Call me young Howley. Because I'd be shouting in that pussy. <laughs> Making an echo. <laughs> I actually thought when I read Fobby, I was like, is that the elf from Harry Potter? <laughs> no, that's Dobby. I know, but either way, cool wow, dude. That guy has a fetish for Dobby-looking motherfuckers. Cool dude, big heart, jerks off in socks, apparently, <laughs> according to the story. I don't know. J.K. Rowling was on one. Um, all right, so this guy. So she says. He's into Fobby Asian chicks. So oh, he follows them on Instagram. Okay. She's been dating this guy for two months. He follows a bunch of Asian chicks. She's like, not only is he following over 400 wannabe Insta models, but he also actively likes her pictures. Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah, that's not really. Oh, is he double tapping yeah. on those pictures, Whitney? Get get over yourself, motherfucker. Either way. Uh, he is a white 33-year-old dude, so it's not like he's a horny 18-year-old. Well, that's good. No, I but think... But you can still be horny. My dad growing up was... Uh, in his 30s when I was a kid, and he had stacks of uh, porno magazines. Really? Like, when I found the... Uh, was he married at the time when yeah, he found his course. pornos? Yeah, I found this. He just hit them under my bathroom sink instead of in his bathroom sink where my mom... When I opened it, it looked like an inheritance. I was like, <laughs> one day all this will be mine. <laughs> it was like opening up a treasure pirate's treasure chest, and you're like, oh, my God. It this was currency. It. Yeah. Oh. I'm gooking, I'm gooking on splooge. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, so she says, in full disclosure, I consider myself to be an attractive Korean slash Japanese chick. Nice. But I'm super whitewashed, so I hate dating guys with weird Asian fetishes. That I That's understand. That's understandable. I do understand that. I, I mean, I obviously prefer Asians. Yeah, like um, red. Anybody to a white person that's not white is like. Right. You have that. You run the risk of maybe just them being into you, so they can be a douchebag and be like, "Banged a redhead, banged an Asian, banged a midget, right. fucked my mom." Right. You don't want to be part of a checklist. Yeah. I've actually I've talked with girls who don't like the Asian fetishes because they feel like a toy. Yeah. You just feel like another. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like people are like, "Oh, but you're just a line in a song." I'm, what is it? <laughs> I'm just a notch in your bell, but you're just I'm, a. You're just a notch in my bed, boss, but you're just a line in a song. Yeah, one of those. What is it? Oh, drop a heart. No. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Sit on your face. <laughs> You're sitting down, down. All right. We need to do that song next week. You're sitting down, down, and another mustache, and you feel the hairs of it itching. All right. Anyway. Now we're just now we're now it's nine o'clock and we've been trying to record this podcast for seven hours, so we're just gonna be a little loose. Sorry. <laughs> Charles took a shot of fireball. Yeah, I'm getting I was looped. so impressed. Every time Charles wants a drink, I'm just the devil on his right shoulder, like, yeah, you yeah. should drink. I only drink on dates, but I don't go on dates anymore. <laughs> Good. You need to save that paper. I'm focused. All right, so she's Dating a guy, he loves Asians. Uh she's a Korean slash Japanese chick. Uh she doesn't want to be Put in that Asian box. Got it. She said, when I addressed this to him, he first got very offended, but then unfollowed most of them. Nice. But also, keyword in that sentence, most. <laughs> <laughs> so he kept the favorites. <laughs> I could just see him out for beers with the boys. Like, yeah, Whitney's really been up my ass, so <laughs> I had to take away, like, 350 of the Asians, but... <laughs> 
I still got my favorite 50. You know I still follow Lisa Akira. <laughs> you, you know I still got Kelly Wynn on deck. You know what I mean? And they all cheers. <laughs> I ain't being tied down you for nobody. You know I still got Miss Swan from Mad TV. Steve B. Steve. <laughs> All right, so then she said, I'm embarrassed that trashy social media girls is even a topic in my life, but I really like this guy and now can't tell if he's a creep or I'm just being a psycho bitch. Oh. So I like this. This this is why I wanted to talk about this email, because she's in between, like, is this guy a weirdo for following all these people on Insta yeah. and liking it, or am I being crazy? And a lot of girls are in that space. Yeah. Well, but, and guys, too. Yeah, that's, well, that's a point in every relationship is when it has to say, hey, you know, don't follow all these fucking chicks showing their ass. So I disagree. And I think let him do whatever the fuck he wants, yeah. but just be the baddest motherfucker you can be. You're not going to stop him from loving Asians. He's and gonna, and well, it, you already said that he unfollowed most of them. Yeah, well, that's the thing is he's still going to go on search and just hashtag things similar so he can find a link to their profile and still check up on them. What do you... You're just, you're just making it harder. <laughs> is this secret detective charm? Yeah, that's what I did in my relationships. Is like, yeah, you unfollow Johanna Ventura, but I know she hashtags, you know, Yo Ventura. So you just search the hashtag, and then you're on her profile, but you don't follow her. But that, that's such a slippery slope, man. It's like trying to control what another person likes or follows. Yeah. Let yeah. them let him do his goddamn thing. Yeah. Don't give him as much of But you. give him shit for it. Just, That's what I would do. Oh, like in a in a fucking like, like on the way to the movie. Give him a little jab. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to get one off before we see Transformers 9? Right. I no, like I'm that. texting. Yeah, texting who? I like Johanna Ventura. So don't be annoying about it. But be kind of passive aggressive. You know what? That's the That's answer. The, That's true. Oh, you know Charles, we're just changing lives. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why people took a break from asking yeah. us advice. You know what? We always take the guy's side. <laughs> so what's been going on with you, Charles? Uh, I had a, I don't know, I've been hanging out, been working, doing a lot of comedy, had a very humbling week. I, uh, I just want to tell this story of the, uh, got hired with Gene Moore and John Carden, great comics, to do a charity show. Uh, for comedy. So the charity show is all these people who get these... Why haven't I been getting those charity shows? I don't know, maybe because your act is all coked out. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, the story doesn't end well for old Chuck. We're all 50 take. First take of comedy. So I get to this golf club. It's all these people that are huge football dudes because it's the charities, people who get kids off the streets and or bad homes in a football team. So from domestic violence. So to, they just love the blind side and they're like, yeah. hey, we could do that too. Yeah. So I get up there and this dude walks up to me who owns the charity. Turns out to be this guy that I've known my entire life. Like him and my dad were friends when I was a kid. I was on the same t-ball team as his son. I quit before I got drafted, you uh, know. And so he I, owns a charity? Yeah. He's he about a, to see young Chuck? Yeah. He comes up to me like, Oh, you're entertainment tonight. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm also feeling a little cocky because I just won Arizona's Funniest Person with a Day Job. Right. Because last time this dude saw me, I was in another competition four years ago where my dad brought him out to watch and I ate a fat dick. Like, huge. A big so fobby So now you're one. ready, you're ready to show him. It's like when you break up with your girl and you hit the gym and yeah. then you run into her again. Yeah. And you're like, watch this shit. And I'm like, you just wait, bro. You got the LR job yeah. deck. You yeah. lay down the pipe so good. You have to say my condolences yeah. afterwards. So I'm like, 
I'm just bringing the same set from the competition where I'm like, this will do good. So John Carden goes up after this guy that I know gets up, tells a sob story. Everybody's crying. We pray. <laughs> we all pray before the fucking, you know, before John goes on stage. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be a little awkward. So John goes up. It's a little awkward, but he gets him. He kills it. And then they say, all right, time for food. And they get food. And I'm like, all right. This what a meat. Yeah, and then they're eating, and I'm like, this will make them happier because they'll be hungry, and they won't be trying to ignore me and just think about the food. I go up there, and I'm like, all right, everybody, you feeling good? Yeah, everybody's pumped. And I'm like, thank you so much. You know, do the old classic move for a com- comedian. Give it up for yourselves. You're so generous. Blah, blah, blah. And then I say, give it up for Jeff. I've known this guy my whole life. Can't, I didn't even know he owned the charity. Such a generous man. He makes me so proud. Everybody gives it up to him. He's so heartfelt. He's teary-eyed. Then I just proceed to eat the biggest dick <laughs> ever. People withdraw their donations. Dude, people were just hating my comedy so much that they were looking down. Like, maybe if I chew this pasta loud enough, I can drown out his sound. What do you call a, a cold lizard? A blizzard. Dude, I did do they that. They start withdrawing their donations. They're like, yo, fuck that yeah. black we kid. We want kids to get yeah. <laughs> we want kids to get their ass beat if they're gonna have a chance to grow up. That's like how you this. know you're bomb. Like, you bomb so hard, people are like, you know what? Fuck these black They kids. leave, yeah. <laughs> fuck these fobs. <laughs> so it goes terrible. My mic cuts out around minute four of my ten minute set. I have to jump off stage and grab a, another mic by the DJ stand. So now I'm just talking right next to the DJ, and it's tethered to the DJ stand with a mini cord, so you just hear the woo, woo, woo. People are hating me. I'm telling you, when shit starts to go bad, you ask the DJ to put on Akon and just start dancing. Dude. Nobody want to see us together, but it don't matter, no. So I just end my set on a dick pic joke, of course, (laughs) because I'm like, fuck it. I thought it it was clean. It's a clean joke. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's as far as dick pic jo- jokes go, it's the cleanest in the goddamn. I got the cleanest dick. In real life, it's quite infected. <laughs> no, it's, just kidding out there, girls. It's cured. Um, so it went so bad that uh, and really quick. So Gene goes up there after I after I just murder the place in yeah. a bad way and does like forty minutes of amazing, just kills it. Gene Moore, what a pro. Yeah, so good at everything. So do. <laughs> so I get off stage. And then I look at this guy who's sitting down, the guy I know my whole life, and I'm like, hey, and he just turns over his back, gives me the eyebrow raise, like, huh, and then turns right back around, like, fuck. Like, I know he's hating me, like, I wish you didn't fucking say you knew me, bitch. (laughs) Just hating me. So I went over to the buffet, grabbed a bunch of cake and eclairs and, uh... Well, you what are those things called? Eating? Cornucopias? What are those things called? The Italian ones. I should know this. Uh, cannolis. Oh. And I left and just ate a bunch of cake in my car. <laughs> the worst is when you're gearing up for a set and you're listening to this pump-up music. Like, yeah. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. That's what I listen to. That's good. And then, and then I go bomb, and then I come back to my car, and I turn it on, yeah. and it's, I like to move it, move it. I'm like, yo, fuck. Yeah. So just a, just a story about how one set... You know, one set can be great, and then the same, you know, take it to another place, and it's the worst set ever. I feel like my head is pounding because it's goddamn... I'm trying to listen to you, but there's pimple in my fucking forehead. Yeah, yeah. Mike has one of those pimples that looks it's like... It's very uh, deep. Yeah. And you want to you wanna play with it? Every time I get a pimple, I think to myself, you're not going to touch this one, Mike. You're a strong man. You're 25 years old. You don't pop pimples anymore. You're grown. You're a man. And then... 
Two minutes later, I'm in the bathroom like, <laughs> oh, dude, I hate touching this bedrooms. one. And I got a wedding this weekend, and Ooh. I'm bringing that fucking dude, put dime. Apple, put apple cider vinegar on your face. I did. Well, I did. You, it takes a couple of days. I, I don't got days, motherfucker. Yeah, it's Wednesday tomorrow. You leave on Friday, right? Yes. So just get your face hot and dab ACV on it, and by Saturday, you'll be fine. Is there any other... Apple cider vinegar brand than uh, Bragg's because that um, seems to be the only yeah, one in the goddamn game. I don't know if they game. have a, a monopoly, but stick with Bragg. Any any of our chunky listeners out there, <laughs> I'm one of you. Start drinking apple cider vinegar because it's legitimately the answer. Yeah, apple cider vinegar is what's up, dude. One time, because um, you know how sour it is, right? It's like insane. So I used to get, I used to put it on my face all the time. And one time, you're supposed to dab it with a Q-tip, just a little bit. And the top of the bottle, if you've never seen apple cider vinegar, is really small. It's like a little water right. bottle cap. It's really tiny. And I just had a zit on my face, the same spot you did. You right filled in, the cap? No, right in between the eyebrows. So I just put the bottle on my face and stuck the little circle onto my face. And I was like, I'm just going to pound it out. And then right when I took the bottle off, I wasn't quick enough. And a, like, it felt like a gallon of apple cider vinegar went straight into my eye, instantly blind for like 10 minutes. <laughs> the most pain I've ever felt. In a, like since I had since I got chlamydia. That was the first time you weren't racist. You're like, I don't see color. Let our podcast get you through tomorrow. Oh, no, I'm doing the whole Jesus Christ. That was so close. Ugh. Let our podcast get you through tomorrow. So don't you ever for a second skip a listen. We're irreplaceable. All right, I just need to get that juice part. I like this part. I need to get that energy. All right, PSN 34, it's 11.34 p.m. We're back on the longest episode ever produced because we don't believe in ourselves. If you went back and you saw how many times we tried to create this episode, you would say, I wish they would do a montage. Oh, I've, of, I've, I've tried it all. I've smoked bowls. I've ripped a fireball. I snorted some fucking Addy. I'm just trying to get geared up to make this work. You, uh, I've, I've been pretty good. I took, I'm trying to take a month off of smoking weed. I'm on day five, baby. Day five is legit. I feel the only way I'm getting through it is I'm literally just sucking my own dick every day. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> not literally. I guess I shouldn't have, I guess I shouldn't have said literally. You know, when people overuse literally. That was the instance of it right there. I'm not literally doing that. I wish I could. I'll tell you the truth, but that would be weird. I quit smoking weed. The only way I could get through it <laughs> is two fingers up my asshole, literally, <laughs> and then I start sucking my own dick. That's the only way I could quit smoking weed. It kind weed. of creates the same feeling of being high. But I thought it wasn't addictive. Oh. <laughs> you don't know weed addiction until you finger your own fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm fucking loose as a goose up here. <laughs> I was...
My shit's coming out like an old German shepherd. And, and what caused this? Indica. <laughs> Not the sativa shit. The nighttime Yo, shit. People are going on news, and they're talking about the current issues, what the fuck Trump said, but nobody's saying. I, I might sound old saying this, but I do remember a time when weed was weed. Oh, yeah. Like, when I was 14 years old and I was buying weed, I wasn't like, excuse me, Mr. Jeremy? Yeah, do you have any of the hybrid indicas? Because I'm trying to, to stay up and, and feel creative at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, for real. You just say the price, and then they let you look at it, and you got to pretend like you're a pro at looking at weed. Yo, look, I peep this, peep this nug. And then you got to be like, oh, yeah, let me peep that. And then you just look at it like you do when you're looking at a fucking art in the art museum. Like, yeah, I understand. And you don't. Dude, weed used to be cool. I used to be scared of my drug dealer. Now yeah. I just hear white girls bitching out their drug dealer on the phone. They're just like, God damn it, Jerome. <laughs> I wanted a, a sativa, okay? I'm trying to study this week. How do you expect me to pass my finals with this bullshit? Yeah. So we have our first news story. A repairman stuck behind an ATM slips a note to get himself free. This sounds legit. So there's a Texas police officer responded to an unusual plea for help when a good Samaritan called 911 to report someone slipped a note through the receipt slot of an ATM saying they were trapped inside of it. When I die, bury me inside an ATM. When I die, bury me inside an ATM. So this was on Wednesday. At Dude, imagine pulling up to an ATM and you just like have a note come through. Yeah. Hey, what's up, broke bitch? <laughs> <I'm so> <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to make a withdrawal anyway. You broke as fuck. Anyway, I'm stuck in here. <laughs> What are you doing with the $20 bill, Susan? You know, you only have 67 in your account, and then that's the last you till Friday. They drive off. Fuck. I was just trying to be nice. So the story is there's a repairman in Corpus Christi. What is it? Corpus Christi? That's a stupid town name. It's in Texas, bro. Yeah, fuck Texas. Um... So he went to go fix an ATM machine. He opened up the door to get into the whole room to work on it. But classic story, when you go in there, the door shut behind oh. Locked. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And now he's stuck in the ATM machine, looking at the cash he'll never earn. <laughs> yeah, right? What a terrible way to die. Yeah, everybody says... <laughs> They're like, oh, what's the worst way to die? Do you think it's burning or, or drowning? Uh, no, being stuck inside an ATM staring at cold, hard cash that you could never have. <laughs> this is what I dreamed of. <laughs> I know. I never thought it would end like this. I thought I'd be with my family and loved one. But now I'm just dying rich and alone. I get what people say. <laughs> yeah, money doesn't buy happiness, especially when you're stuck inside a Chase Bank. <laughs> so what happened was this guy gets stuck, but he can still slip things through the slit. So he writes a note that says, hey, I'm stuck in here. I don't have my phone. Please call my boss. I'll tell you, that, that is an absolute descriptor of corporate America. This motherfucker has cash right in front of his eyes. He's dying. Please call my boss. Tell him I'm going to be a little late back from yeah. lunch. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say hit my wife up first. Tell my wife I'm that's, alive. That's a, truthfully, it's a problem. People wake up and they're like, they have a strep throat or they're fucking got chlamydia and their first <laughs> thought isn't, I need help. It's, oh no, I need to call my boss and 
tell her I'm going to be late. Yeah. What I would have done is said, call my boss and tell my wife I'm dead and then start a new life. Exactly. Outside of Corpus Christi. <laughs> Maybe go to Cancun. Treat yourself. Leave your kids behind. Did you ever hear about that dude that was going to commit suicide? And he went to Mexico with like $2,000. He was ready to kill himself. And he started doing a bunch of blow and like fucking hookers. Like, I'm going to drink myself to death. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? Uh, I might turn this thing around. And he just lived. And te- and he just Cancun? decided to live there, and he lived in Mexico. That is hilarious. I know. He just needed to change the scenery. <laughs> I know. I got a, I got a uh, date with a therapist on Thursday. I might as well just say fuck that and save that money and go to Mexico yeah. and find an ounce of Peru. Or Peruby. get locked inside an ATM. I'd say maybe he should have just been stuck in there like, yo, slipping out notes. Go give me a Jimmy John's. Right. Buy one for you. I got money to pay you. Make sure the ham is sliced thin. Yeah, you're going to have to slip <laughs> the sandwich in. Ingredient by ingredient. Yeah. If you don't get thinly sliced ham, it's going to get stuck and also cut off my air supply. This slit is the only way I survive. Okay? So when I say slip in the provolone, slip it in. Don't chug it in there, okay? He, he finally puts together the sandwich. He's like, oh, what the fuck is this? I said no mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Super picky. I don't want this. He shoves it out one by one. He's just got like the ride or die homie at the ATM where he's slipping extra bills out. Yeah. Now slip in the crazy straw. So I can sip on that milkshake. Yo, can you slip in Jay-Z's new album? I heard that shit was fire. Do you have title? No, nobody does. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, no, he should have backed out. I agree. I heard it was like a sequel to Lemonade, but he kind of shot back at her. <laughs> Some dude just sliding in a headphone. That's how he makes his living. Like those people who wait in line for a living. Do you know that? What? The people, there's people who wait in line for a living. That's what they make, do? Oh. Yeah, like for the iPhone releases and shit, they can make like $1,000 a week. I would 100% do that if I was rich. Yeah. Because yeah. then, then like any exclusive club. Yeah, exactly. Or you want to go see fucking Harry Potter, the new, the new one. Yeah. With he, Fabi. <laughs> Get some dude to wait in line, ask a girl out for some fucking oysters, and then slide her yeah, right exactly. into the new HP. Motherfucker, you're going to be Hillary Swank yeah. and guaranteed. So this guy's just doing that. He just got hooked up and t- uh, catering to a guy. So what, what happened to this dude? Well, the guy, whoever got the note... Called the police. They showed up thinking it was a prank, but then they could hear this guy screaming. <laughs> I wonder if they just heard. Uh, you know what? I wonder if they. I wonder if they pulled up and they just heard. Uh, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> like the Dave Chappelle. I'm rich, bitch. I just imagine the guy's bumping. You gotta. I wonder if he. How much did he steal anything? I mean, take at least a one hundred dollar bill. Right for your time. It you're working OT yeah. in there, yeah. bro. I mean, you're traumatized. What if you're claustrophobic? So they showed up and they got him out. And that was it. No other extravagant story. He really fucked up, in my opinion. Right. That could have been a dope movie. Yeah, they make it into the 127 hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 127 Benjamin. Yeah. This summer, Paul Rodriguez in. <laughs> he showed up to fix an ATM machine and made an unexpected deposit. <laughs> The deposit that would almost cost him his life. <laughs> this summer is, hey, get me out of here. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's there's, so great. <laughs> there's only one way out. <laughs> and now he needs to make the ultimate withdrawal himself. <laughs> <laughs> they open the ATM. It's Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart. And, hey, man, get me out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> what would the title be? One bill at a time. <laughs> 
when he now he needs to get himself out one limited time. Did he say limited time? No, one limb at a time. <laughs> Is it coming out for a limited time? No, one limb. <laughs> He's get frustrated. <laughs> oh. Oh. Next time you need quick cash, be sure not to think fast. Yeah, did that door just lock? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, please send nudes. Episode thirty-four. God damn, my face hurt. Snapchat has ruined the nude photo game. Well, because you can just send those now. Right. What am I going to do with a five-second nude photo, though? You just it and just say, sorry. You just have to own up. Put your, what do you do with your other hand? Give it a thumbs up? Yeah, you know, you got to flex it a little bit. I mean, you know when you hold grocery bags? It felt so violated. Yeah. It felt like a naked law and order. You, how many nudes have you sent? I got, um, <laughs> it just really hurts. I'll tell you the truth. I'm into weird shit. I let girls, I don't have fetishes, but I'll, I'll let a girl do whatever she wants to me. I had this other girl, she sucked my dick up with a vacuum. Not like the mm-mm part, like the tube part. Like, you know what I mean? And it was so scary because you're not used to seeing that guy leave. You know what I mean? Like, she just put the hose and he just goes into the future. And I was like, ah! And I had, like, a tear come down my eye. That he was going to go away and live with dust bunnies and quarters. And I was like, we haven't grown yet. I got an STD scare. That's why, because I'm just fucking not being an idiot. I'll tell you the truth. I've never thought about murder until the day I woke up with Burning Bee. And I was like, I'm buying a gun. It hurts right now. It really, what'd you say? Buy a condom, yeah, well, I can't go. I need to buy a time machine for you to be right about that one because we're already here. How about you buy a condom? Yeah, well, let me invent the time machine first, and then when I get there, I'll buy that condom. I'm not going to tell you what I had because that's a little too personal, but I will tell you I learned how to spell the word chlamydia. There's a Y in it. <laughs> it's okay, though, because there's a cure. There's a cure for chlamydia. I bought it at the grocery store. I got fuel points for it. It was $2. $2 even for the cure for chlamydia. That shit's cheaper than gum. 